Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Good afternoon, Mr. Rick Schaefer. Well, good afternoon, Randy Rainwater. Good win for the Razorbacks last night. Still odd to see the PGA being played in May, (laughs) but all of that... um, I think the greatest football player that ever lived, Jim Brown, died. Oh, my goodness. 87 years of age. Yeah. You know, we got into a discussion the other day. Was it when you were on the program or the day you were gone comparing Babe Ruth and Shohei Otani? No, I wasn't on the air that day. Okay. All right. And uh, we had one person that just insisted Otani was every bit as good. There's no way. I mean, he's, he's really good. He's very talented. But Babe Ruth changed the whole course of baseball. Jim Brown only played till he was 30 years old, so I guess you could kind of compare him to Sandy Koufax in baseball, who also retired when he was 30 years old, after five of the greatest years you've ever seen. Well, you and I were kids when Jim Brown was playing, so we actually got to watch him play on TV. More than once. Yeah, and he was just, you can talk about all the great running backs, he didn't have the moves Barry Sanders had. Um... You know, did he? O.J. Simpson certainly made more yards, and we can talk about some of the great running backs today. But the guy was—you absolutely could not tackle him one on one. Forget it. And the image of Jim Brown to me was—he'd go through a hole, and then there might be one guy that tried to get him down by the legs, and then that guy was gone. And then somebody else did, and then about the time three guys finally got him, he would go down. Uh, he had a lot of long runs. Uh, back then, they didn't play as many games. There weren't as many teams. They didn't have all the playoffs that they have today. In fact, you had to win your conference, and you might be the best second-place team in the history of football, and you're done. You know, your season's over. But he was just absolutely amazing. And he'd get up so slowly after he was tackled, he'd practically drag himself back to the huddle and then he had this incredible burst of speed the next time he hand, carried the ball. So I, I just, in my lifetime, out of all the football players that have played since then, they're awfully great. He's still the best I've ever seen. He would uh, he would get several clock violations if you were using <laughs> baseball yeah. as the um, analytical comparison because, as you mentioned, uh if he had to be in the batter's box with eight seconds or before eight seconds uh, was off the uh, pitch clock, then they would call a ball, uh, or I'm sorry, a strike on the batter. Yeah. Well, they would take Jim eight seconds to get up, <laughs> and uh, then it'd take him another eight seconds to get back to the huddle. Yeah, you'd think he's half dead, and yeah. then the next play, boom, there he goes. Yeah. <laughs> and he had that rare combination of speed and power. And to think that he walked away from the game of professional football yeah. that uh, as healthy as he was, yeah. I don't know that he ever stated, did he ever state a true reason why? I don't know. I, I, I've always wondered that because I've never read where he said, I'm, I'm quitting because my body is still intact. I don't have any uh, debilitating injuries or whatever it may yeah. have been. I've never heard a reason why he stepped away from the game. Me either. And to my knowledge, he was always he was sharp mentally till the end. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. And uh, he never had a problem walking. Uh, he was in movies after he left pro football, which he was kind of groundbreaking there too, because 
Um, let's face it, back in the 60s, there weren't many black superstars in the movies. And Jim Brown made a bunch of movies. And so that was, uh, that was uh, you know, the impact he had on Hollywood just as much as he did on the NFL was pretty amazing. I still find it hard, though, uh, uh, accepting Jim Brown as a cowboy. He just he just <laughs> did not fit that gunslinger type of image. But, yeah, yeah. he played in several, several movies and uh, did very well in those movies and in those roles. Uh, Rick, state championship action. Uh, I don't know how I just totally blew it yesterday by not giving any scores or any updates or anything. But I just watched. Uh, this was Lady Softball, and it was Riverside in Mansfield. Uh, all these games were taking place at Ferris Field in Conway on the campus of the University of Central Arkansas. Riverside wins the game one to nothing. One to nothing. You're thinking, how boring. No, no. Well, okay. Um, Riverside had three hits, Mansfield, two hits. But listen to the line on the pitchers for each team. And I apologize for not having her first name. Uh, both of these pitchers, for that matter. Uh, for Riverside, Kay Womack. Seven innings, two run, or two hits, no runs, walked two, struck out 18. 18 Ooh. of wow. 21 batters. 18 of 21. 106 pitches. Now, Mrs. Edwards, for Mansfield, seven innings, three hits, one run, one earned run, walked one, struck out 16. (laughs) She threw 106 pitches as well. Goodness. Now, that was, I mean, I loved it. I mean, those pitchers uh, were throwing a combination of pitches, which we've watched Arkansas and their pitching staff. Dells probably has one of the better rise balls that are out there. These balls, Rick, look like they would start at the waist and end up at the shoulders. And these four batters are waving at them. They see it coming. They think they've got a beat on it. The next thing you know, the ball just explodes. So, um, great pitcher's duel today. Uh, between Mansfield and Riverside. Riverside is now your 2A champion. And then earlier today in boys' action, uh, Lone Oak took care of business. And this is Kevin Bohannon, our baseball guru. That's been his pick from day one. And it was a late rally by Ashdown that fell short. Uh, Lone Oak ends up beating Ashdown. Six to three, and now we're moving into the afternoon games, and uh, we'll try to keep you updated as best as we can on those. But uh, great action right now ongoing in Conway, both softball, baseball, and soccer. So all of the above. Uh, you mentioned the Arkansas victory over Vanderbilt. Yeah. That first inning, Rick, I, I, if I'm Tim Corbin, I probably, if I didn't tear the sinks off the wall in the dressing room, I'd just go looking for a psychiatrist because yeah. some of the errors they made, so routine. Oh, routine. Yeah. I mean, routine. Yeah. Yeah. They, they they certainly, you know, Arkansas earned the victory, but Vanderbilt helped them. I mean, it might have been a three to two game or four to two. I think Arkansas would have won the game, but golly, you know that just sloppy. And think about this: Vanderbilt was fifth in the country in team defense before that game. Amazing, fifth in the country, not the league, fifth in the country, and they made four errors in the game, six unearned runs for Arkansas in that game. So. Uh, hey, that's great. Arkansas's pitching was good again. Hagen Smith did a great job uh, for five innings. McIntyre for four innings. 
So, yeah, obviously that leaves you wondering, okay, Brady Tiger, how many innings can he go tonight? Uh, could he go five innings? And would what's the most Woods pitch? Three and a third, three and two thirds, something like that. Not, so I don't think it's been four innings. I think you're right. Yeah, Probably so three maybe, and two thirds. Yeah. Maybe is there somebody that can give him another inning or two if if Tiger can only go four or five, and then get Wood in there. But but nonetheless, good victory for Arkansas, and uh, one more win, and they clinch at least a tie for the conference championship, and would would clinch the Western Division championship. And you know Florida's got it, doesn't have it easy tonight. They're they're playing at Kentucky. They won pretty easily last night. LSU went 12 innings in order to win at Georgia and stay within a game and a half. And they hung on in that game. Yeah. Um, I've thought about this. I, I'm I'm looking right now at the composite schedule of of Arkansas. And what I'm about to say, I know you don't have an answer for it, and it would take it's going to take research to do this. But I was thinking, Rick, it seems like every time that Arkansas plays a game that starts at six o'clock, they win. <laughs> have you thought that that deeply about it? I mean, this game tonight starts at seven o'clock. Well, so how many times has Arkansas won at seven o'clock? Now realizing they haven't probably lost many, so. They've it's won probably twenty conference be good. games, so they've played twenty out of they've won twenty out of twenty eight. So I'm saying it's probably a pretty good chance they've won at six and seven and two and one. I'm, I'm guessing they've won it just about every time. <laughs> well, I was trying to make six o'clock special, Rick, and you're not, yeah. you're not making it special. You're taking away the uh, the punch I'm trying to provide. But yeah. no, it's it's uh, uh, tonight. What a how do you phrase it? How, how how would you put it into terms? What magnificent strategy? Because I the way that I had this in my mind, Arkansas would go with Hagen Smith as the starter and then Gage Wood mm-hmm. except the fact that it would have turned out to be in what a four inning Relief. Is that right? Four inning relief? Yeah, it would have, yeah, it would have been four innings. Four innings. But think, but think about this, though, too. McIntyre only threw, what, 51 pitches, 52 pitches. I guess there would be a chance he could pitch an inning or two Sunday if you needed him to. Or yeah. Saturday. He wouldn't Saturday. pitch tonight. Yeah. But he, could pitch, he, he might pitch an inning or two Saturday. Because, you know, he's not a flamethrower anyway, so that maybe maybe that was part of Van Horn's thinking, too. But I, probably more of his thinking was I need, we need four innings, not three. Okay, five innings. Five innings for Hagen Smith. Gave up five hits, two runs, two earned runs, 84 pitches. Will McIntyre, four innings, 53 pitches, allowed one hit. One hit. Mm over four innings and struck out six. So you're right, Rick. He might could come back Saturday and give you a couple of innings. But my point was, I was expecting Gage Wood. Now, tonight, you'll have the challenge, though, of Brady Tigert. Mm-hmm. And Brady, may they may let him go 60 pitches tonight. That will be the question. How many pitches? And if they're quick that's innings... Four, that's four and to not, five innings. And not that's many... four to five, yeah. And not many... Um, Pitches in an inning, maybe you can get some first pitch outs that help shorten the inning. But uh, I really thought we'd see Gage Wood last night. Then tonight we'd see Will McIntyre, who is more built to go the five or six innings if necessary. So that's we'll okay. see. It worked out fine. Yeah. You, you win the first game, that's the big deal. That's the one. And now, now you go for tonight's game. You don't worry about tomorrow until tomorrow. Well, we're going to worry about today's game then in regards to the Lady Razorbacks. Yeah, they play six, Harvard. 6.30? ESPN okay. Plus. Okay. Now, why? Okay, answer me this, Mr. Okay. TV programmer. <laughs> okay. Oregon, Notre Dame, ESPN 2. Yet the number one seed, Arkansas, is on ESPN Plus. Why, Mr. Programmer? I have no idea. I have no idea. I had to sneeze there. Sorry, I had to sneeze. (laughs) I have no idea other than when Arkansas is playing, 
there must be a higher rated number one seed that's playing at the same time. That That's the only thing I can figure. I don't know. And maybe they think Notre Dame's a nice name, and so let's put them on. That That's all I can figure. No, I don't know. It's not right. I'm just protesting. I've got ESPN Plus. I can watch yeah. the game. It's yeah. not that. Okay. Well, that's good. But I just don't think it's right. Here you got the Fayetteville Regional, and you don't have the host team on at least the somewhat common channel. Well, good. Maybe that'll make them mad, and they'll, they'll win and win, win the regional. <laughs> okay. Man, yeah, I'm sure they're they're going to... Did you see that? Did you, Look, did you see where they, they put us? We're on ESPN+. Plus. You know, I guarantee you there's somebody in our audience that's thinking the same thing I just did. Because everybody's like looking for some motivation and thinking, yeah, that'll make them mad. So I, I don't know if that'll have any effect or not. No. No. Um, where are you... Well, let's see. You know, while you're playing, you don't sit there and you... Okay, it's one ball, two strikes. Now, let's see. I'm only on SEC Plus, so really, whatever I do doesn't matter. Well, no. What, what but if we've got, been on ESPN2 now, that now my bat counts. Yeah, I need to make sure my, my hair is all in place and my makeup's in place. You know, if it's on ESPN2, but I'm not going to worry about it if it's... <laughs> On ESPN Plus. See, so the pressure's off. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this from our Asher Record Service Company live feedback hog call says, Jim Brown's salary was $12,000. Yeah, <laughs> that's back when athletes had jobs during the off season. Now, $12,000 in the 60s was not bad. You could buy a car for a couple thousand, brand new. So, still. Jeez. All right, Casey says, hey, Rick, Randy, please let everyone know the longest homestand of the season, starting for the Travelers, begins next Tuesday through Monday. Battle for first place. Do good home crowds. Also, North Little Rock, Pulaski County Fair starts next Wednesday on the NLR Riverbanks during the homestand. Please come early. Parking will be tough all week. Travelers fan, Casey. Well, you just told them. Way to go. That's a great place to watch a game. It is. That's right. I enjoy uh, the field in, in uh, Springdale. The Naturals play on. It's a very nice field. Tonight they're playing at home against Springfield. They have some kind of promotion going on. I can't remember what it was. And obviously fri- fireworks on Friday night. They are so accommodating uh, to let others. It's Arvest Field, is it not? Yes, Arvest Park. Arvest Park. Mm-hmm. Um, most recently, you had the Gulf South tournament that's being held there. But what's cool is when they're on the road, and if the timing works out right, they'll let travel uh, the travel circuit play on yeah. their field, and uh, that is so cool for those kids to get to play. On a minor league ballpark field. Springville Harbor, which won the state championship yesterday when you weren't selling scores. 5-1 to one beat Bentonville. Plays several of their home games there. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Uh-huh. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and pretty much, I think when Springville Harbor plays Springville High School, they try and play that game. Those, well, I can imagine why. There's is. probably a right. decent crowd on yes. hand to, to watch mm-hmm. that. Uh, we'll talk more about this a little bit later on, but um, with Neil Atkinson. But oh, by the way, on Saracen you can catch uh, the double R props, and I've got these should be you think easy ones, but I've got both John Bolton and Parker Rowland with over zero point five hits, zero point five runs. And then over 0.5 RBIs. That means they just got to get one hit, score one run, drive in a run, and you can make yourself a lot of money. So, anyway, (laughs) that's the double R prop specials you can find on Saracen. I just thought I'd throw that in for the fun of it because I had it here in front of me, which is kind of dangerous when I have stuff in front of me. There you go. By the way, one thing coming is it to Oakland, the Beach Boys, right? Yes, I heard that. Yeah, when is that? It's like it's in October or something. I don't know, but I need to get. I need to insist 
Make Carrie so, go to that. I love the Beach Boys. The first concert I ever saw was the Beach Boys. Really? Did, Where? It was in at Spring Lake Amusement Park in Oklahoma City. And uh, it's the week that I Get Around was number one in the country. So that shows Wow. 1964. You know who the backup group was? The Kingsmen. Heard of them. Singing Louie Louie. They were pretty good, too. <laughs> yeah, they were really good, too. That was the backup group. The Beach Boys were really good. I, I can still close my eyes. They had those uh, shirts that look you'd think like ice cream sellers wear now. It'd have a white <laughs> stripe and a red stripe that were all vertical. Anyway, I can still picture it. Mike Love was a lot younger looking. Now, we went to a concert last year. Uh, Chicago was at the amp. Oh, they were they great. Plus Brian Wilson. And... Poor Brian Wilson, I think he's always in a wheelchair, and I think he's always in a wheelchair, and so uh, he was behind a piano. You just never hardly saw him. Al Jardine was there, and they called it Brian Wilson. They didn't call it the Beach Boys. They sang Beach Boys songs, but I'm not sure Brian participated very much. So you know, I think I think this is the Beach Boys with Mike Love and Al Jardine and whoever else is still with them. I don't know if Brian Wilson will be there at uh, Oakland. And speaking of Oakland, I have to say, I watched a movie last night that got me interested in horse racing. Probably, I've, I've always watched the Kentucky Derby and some of the others. Have you seen the movie Secretariat? No, I have not. Oh, my gosh. Obviously, you know he's going to win the races, but the whole story behind that and how tense it was... Um, how you know this? The owner basically was banking her entire, the future of her entire organization. Her father died, her mom died. Of this longtime ranch that they'd had horse farm, they banked it all on Secretariat, and it, it's a great story. If you get a chance to watch it, it's fabulous. Hmm. Is that the name of the movie, Secretariat? Secretariat that's okay, right. all right. We watched it on the Disney Channel. All right, Rick. Not Disney Plus. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Stay tuned. Justin Acri and Wes Moore every day from 10 to 1. Live from the Oakwan Racing Casino Resort Studios on 1037 The Buzz. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Store right here in Sherwood. Well, today I want to talk to you about why I would like for you to consider Fletcher Dodge when you need a new or a pre-owned vehicle. You know, shopping for an automobile makes most people uncomfortable. It can be a stressful experience, but we want to take away the stress and give you a pleasant buying experience with confidence in what you hear and you see. Folks, our business depends on you returning to us over and over again over the years. We've been here in Sherwood for over 25 years, and many of you have bought five, six, or seven vehicles from us. Most of our sales staff has been here a long time. As you know, all of our pre-owned vehicles have the prices right on the windshield. Our best price is there for everyone to see, and our new cars have Frank Fletcher's green tag showing all of our specials. So folks, please come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood, or you can shop us online at FletcherDeals.com and give us a chance to serve you. Roger Scott for Gravely Moors. Working hard once again, making sure my lawn is lush, weed-free, and beautiful. By working hard, I mean, of course, I'm watching Bradley Owens mow it for me. Bradley, tell the good folks hello. Well, hello. That's enough right there, my good man. Pay attention, you missed a spot. What he didn't tell you is that you can take your very own Gravely Moor home today at 0% interest over 48 months. That's right, 0% interest on both residential and commercial mower. Now, Bradley, tell them where you can go get your very own Gravely Moor. Well, you can... I'll finish it for you at Chapel Hardware in Pine Bluff or Hoco Turf in Rolling. Don't miss the Memorial Day sale at Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor for a limited time only. Enjoy up to 50% off store-wide. Plus, with extended hours, it's the perfect time to shop. They're more than a recliner store. Kick off summer with something new in every room of your home. Living rooms, dining rooms, bedrooms, and accessories galore. With special financing offers to make your dream home a reality. Don't miss out. Visit Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor in Shackleford Galleries of Little Rock now and Save big. Fence Brokers presents Razorback Graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only. Congratulations. You're having a little girl. At that moment, everything changed. Our hopes and dreams for ourselves were instantly replaced by our hopes and dreams for her. We got life insurance policies from Shelter Insurance, so that regardless of what life throws at us, we'll still be able to provide the world to her. 
Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See shelter agent Todd Matthews in Benton, Matt Steele in Bryant, or Gary Elmore in Lowenoke today. I'm Hunter Bell at Bell Chevrolet. We know the best part of being in Arkansas is the people. That's why we believe you're not just customers. You're our friends and family. We're determined to go above and beyond to help make things a little easier. And we put in the hours every day so we can take care of our families and you can take care of yours. We are here for you, Arkansas. Come help us make it even better at Bale. Shop Bale Chevrolet and BaleChevrolet.com today. Find new roads. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports. It's time for Rolling with Rolling on Drive Time Sports. Not sure where that came from, but nevertheless, the financial professionals at First Security are big fans of Arkansas, and that's because they're Arkansas-owned and Arkansas-focused. They take care of communities just like they take care of communities. As Arkansas's community bank, First Security helps people make life better for themselves and for other Arkansans. They focus on helping make our communities stronger. Every dollar that stays in the community helps the community through things like new homes and businesses so other people can have better lives. If you want your banking dollars to do more good, check out First Security at fsbank.com. That's First Security Bank. Remember, FDIC equal housing lender only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. Did you catch that a moment ago, Rick? Where yeah, Nolan with Nolan. How about that? I didn't know. Where <laughs> I don't that even was know going. where it came from. Yeah, but hey, anyway, by the way, I mentioned because I had to mention Springfield Harbor won a state championship. Second one, I know you, you know you and Kevin talk about high school baseball all the time, and I know this team could be a school gets brought up quite a bit. What about Taylor? So yesterday they win the state baseball. There you go. It seems like they win it every time. And they won state softball, too. Yep, yep. And, and, you know, where is Taylor and how big a oh my gosh. is that? I tried to explain it. It's I a know, suburb it's near of Waldo. Of it's Waldo. Near a suburb of it's Waldo. It's down okay. near Magnolia. Near Ma- Okay, well, that's a long way. Probably about years, 20 though. miles, 25 miles From separates Magnolia. Taylor and Magnolia. Wow. Down on the southern border. Well... <clears throat> Is it a town of just baseball and softball fields? Because they they win all the time. Isn't that amazing? Well, I mean, you could think about Woodlawn. Yeah, they win all the time. Woodlawn too. is not even a suburb. If you're thinking of Watson Chapel, if you've ever been to Watson Chapel High School, uh, Watson Chapel would be on what the southern side, south side of uh, Pine Bluff. And then you go probably another twenty miles. I mean, think of I mean, there's there's several communities that you think, how are they produced? Warren, think how many great players yeah. have yeah. come out of Warren. Yeah, NFL players, and then Ryzen. I mean, you think of Ryzen, great yeah. program they've had at Ryzen yeah, for right. all these years. I mean, yeah, there's just some programs that just sure crank them out. But all those, uh, other than Taylor and Woodlawn, they're at least a little bit larger communities. And it's just amazing that those schools just win all the time. Yeah. No. It's a, it's a, these communities, it's, it's just basically, um, what would you say? I mean, that is the, that is the life of the community. Yeah, sure. Athletics is big. I I get that. That is the life of the community. Speaking of the life of the party, this is Kevin McPherson, beer known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Wow, really? He's the life of the party? Are you the life of the party, Kevin? I'm such a lot of the party that I've got you on speaker while I tweet out. Arkansas just offered three 2026 class of 2026 high school prospects, <laughs> including two in the Little Rock area. 
Um, so we, I'm literally finishing up a tweet here. As I see this, I'm kind of chewing gum and tweeting at the same time. Wow. 26. Um, That's, uh, so those guys are going into their sophomore years? Yeah, sophomore. I didn't, Rick, yeah. I couldn't hear you. I've, I've got you yeah. on speaker, yeah. so I'm already okay. having a hard time. Yeah, so 2026. Well, you might need to take it off of the speakerphone yeah, so then. 2026, that means they're going into their soft, They're going into their sophomore years. They've All they've finished is their ninth grade years, and they've all been That's off. right. That, that, that's Moses. right. But, you know, some of these players, if you looked at them, you might think they were high school seniors if you saw them physically, and then if you saw them play, you'd be, you know, it, it's just – um, and we know that players for years have been offered this early, you know, sometimes during their freshman season. These players are between freshman and sophomore seasons, and they're playing. They're really, for the first time, on the major parts of the circuits, when you're talking the shoe circuits, Nike, Adidas, um, Under Armour. So this is a big deal. Uh, these offers today, two of these players I'm very familiar with, and I'm just about to wrap up this tech. This well, who season. are they? We can't read your mind. Well, can you read? Well, we read my read tweet. tweet? <laughs> Don't read your oh, mind. Read your oh tweet. Oh my gosh! I, I speaker JJ Jason, JJ Andrews, six five guard, Little Rock Christian Academy. Oh, he's a player. He is the son of Sean Andrews. He's a baller. Lineman at Arkansas, all pro in the NFL. No kidding. Uh, we knew he was a first round pick, but his son. Was a phenom. You know, Little Rock Christian won the 4A state title in basketball this year. Uh, J.J. Andrews was a big part of that. He's been a star uh, playing uh, in the spring and summer already, uh, playing on the Nike uh, circuit, which is, you know, obviously one of the big three and arguably the top circuit. Um, But he got a scholarship offer from Arkansas. just did an interview with him. He's in the car traveling with his family to practice. And we just had an interview right before I called in here, and I was typing in some of the quotes and just tweeted out one of his quotes uh, as we started this segment. But he spoke with Musk today, just a few minutes ago, and he said that he told him he, that Musman told him he likes the way that he plays. He was offering the scholarship to University of Arkansas. Now, I was at Little Rock Christian practice back in the fall when Musselman uh, and assistant coach Gus Arginal came in to watch J.J. practice. He was a 14-year-old freshman at the time. 6'5", if you look at his physique, uh, again, he looks, I mean, you might even mistake him for a college freshman. He's built, he's athletic, he's skilled, and one of the things I love about him, he already plays the right way. This is one of the conditions that makes Arkansas players, in my opinion, when I see him come through all the, uh, over, over the years, is they, for whatever reason, the, the, the training and the coaching they get around here, they, they seem to, most of them seem to understand how to play the right way. When I say that, not all of them are worried about their own stats and how they look. They, they play a, an unselfish, smart brand of basketball, so they're being coached well. And this kid, by the way, guys, ESPN already has a top 25 for the class of 2026. Well, of and he's ranked the number eight prospect. <laughs> number eight prospect eight. in the country. Wow. Man, that's amazing. If that, if that sticks through the years, he's a five-star. No doubt. You're right. Wow. That's just one of three. Okay, who's the other okay. two? Guys, you still did I lose you? No, no, no. we got you. We're just waiting on the other okay, two. Phone beeped and it went. All right, um, so I got a former hog trying to beep in and call me right now. <laughs> okay, I won't say who it is. He might be on the staff up in Fayetteville. All right, so we've got Jacob Lanier, six six point guard uh, out of Maumelle. He has been blowing up on the Nike E15 circuit in the spring and summer. He had a really good freshman season playing at Maumelle, by the way. Jacob Lanier, 6'6 point guard, attended Arkansas Elite Camp last year and did well there, but Arkansas has been keeping tabs on him. He got a scholarship offer from the University of Arkansas today as well, this afternoon. I'll be talking with him, coordinating with him. I told him I had drive time today, and I'm going to be doing an interview with him around 5.15, so he'll be on the road. He's going on the road to New Orleans. That's the team he plays with. Uh, Levon Fleur de Lee is the name of the program out of New Orleans, but they, it's, they've had a team for years on the Nike circuit at all levels, and he plays for their, their 15U uh, program. But he has been really, really good. He's a lead guard already at 6'6". He can score, facilitate, uh, can play above the rim. Both in, 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 So both he and J.J. Andrews, Jacob Lanier, J.J. Andrews, 
are the two players out of Central Arkansas from that class of 2026 that picked up offers today. A third player, and this player I'm not as familiar with, Jalen Montanati, a 6'7 small forward out of Owasa, Oklahoma. Hmm. Also class of 2026 and just picked up an Arkansas scholarship offer today. So there may be more. Uh, these are the first three that just kind of all hit at once. Uh, we'll see if there's more that'll, that'll come out. But as, I, as we're on here now, those are the three that I know about. But a big deal with these Central Arkansas kids because once again, uh, we could talk portal. Uh, you know, we could talk about player retention. We're certainly always going to be talking about. Does it? Did I lose you again? The phone keeps beeping. No, no, we're here. We're here. Okay, my Everybody's trying to call you. Everybody wants to call you. They want to talk to you. And by the way, Owasso uh, is right outside. The, uh, it's in the Tulsa area. And so you it's think in the about Tulsa that. Area, so not as, as, yeah, as far as being close, they, he's closer to Fayetteville than the Little Rock kids are. That's true. Well, you know, Jay, you know, one of the things that, that J.J. Andrews told me was, you know, just the pride uh, with his father being having come to the University of Arkansas. Yeah. Obviously, he was from Camden down south. Uh, but but the, the, you know there was a lot of pride there in the family about his time at Arkansas and being able to use that as a as a stepping stone to the NFL. Uh, you know he he talked about the hard work that he's put in. He's glad that that gets recognized because he's not just a physical specimen. I mean he's a very good basketball player. The same with Jacob Lanier. Both of these guys already six five six six, and they're already getting national attention. They've got you know these young men have already had some high major offers before now. So, this, you know, this is just – but it's always big when it's the home state school. J.J. talked about that. Uh, but, you know, th- again, this is exciting uh, times for young players like that, uh, especially when they're home state school in a state like Arkansas where the Razorbacks are the pro team. They're, you know, they're the only high major program in the state, and obviously they compete in what's, what I think is the best conference in all of sports and college sports, and that's SEC. One side note, uh, congratulations, Darian Ford, today on his Twitter account by way of social media is saying he is now a Red Wolf of Arkansas State. So congratulations yeah. to Darian staying in the state. That's Yeah, glad to see that. Glad to see him stay in the state. And I hope he does really well there. Now, Kevin, this, this is not related to basketball, but I, you mentioned uh, James Lanier blowing up. This is a young man we've already talked about multiple times. Uh, his name is Wyatt Simmons by way of Harding Academy. Now, the reason why I mention this, one of the many sites that I look at over and over again is Football Scoop. You've heard of Football Scoop, maybe. Uh, they did a story on Wyatt. It starts off by saying he is the talk of college football. Why college coaches nationwide rush to see Wyatt Simmons. Coaches are flocking to Searcy, Arkansas to see Wyatt Simmons. Is it too many individual elements alone to tell the impossible story? No camps, no social media. Yet, this kid has blown up with a ton of offers. So is that kind of uh, along the same lines that we're going to see from Mr. Lanier, when it's all said and done, he's going to end up with 30-plus offers. I mean, if he's only in the uh, going into the 10th grade, that's pretty uh, that's pretty impressive. You're already getting an offer from the University of Arkansas. All right, hang on, Kevin. Got to take a break. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on The Zone. Brought to you by Big O Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. It's May, and May means more at Saracen Casino. More winning, and of course, another great vehicle giveaway. This month, play to win the hottest SUV on the market. Ford's Big Ben Bronco 4x4 from Trotter Ford. The iconic Ford Bronco is back, better than ever with more advanced technology and creature comforts, and could be yours just for playing at Saracen. Win more in May, including a new Bronco. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. 
Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. This ad is paid for by the settlement specialist. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is one of the most common cancers in the United States. If you or a loved one was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup weed killer, you could be entitled to cash compensation. Bayer, the owner of Roundup, will pay more than $10 billion to cancer victims of weed killer Roundup. Call our weed killer cancer hotline now to see if you're entitled to cash compensation. Roundup has been one of the most commonly used herbicides in the U.S. If you or someone you love has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were exposed to Roundup, call now. Our team is here to fight for everyday people and to get you the compensation you may deserve. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup weed killer, even if the loved one has passed away, call 800-737-9455 now to see if you are entitled to compensation. But hurry, time is limited. Call 800-737-9455. 800-737-9455. Hello? Hey, I saw your car on Marketplace. When can I look at it? How about midnight at the truck stop? Buying a vehicle shouldn't be a risky venture. See Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock and know exactly what you're getting when it comes to quality pre-owned vehicles. At Guadney, make a clean trade with a clean title and clear, simple finance options. Shopping new Sierra 1500 at just 0.9%. GMC Terrain at just 1.9%. And how about anything on our lot with no payments for 90 days? Try finding that on Marketplace. Know what you're getting at Guadney Buick GMC. Hey, by any chance does the title say rebuilt? Absolutely not. The title says salvage, and that means foreign. Yeah, it's going to be a hard pass. I'm headed to Guatney Buick GMC. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. GuatneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. This is Pat Bradley for Whit Davis Lumber Plus. Whit Davis Lumber Plus has been serving Central Arkansas for over 70 years. All the times you bought a lumber package, power equipment, tools, doors from their door shop, grills, gutters, insulation, you name it, this family-owned company appreciates it. They know you have options and are thankful you continue to choose Whit Davis as your preferred lumberyard and hardware store. So thank you, Whit Davis customers, for 70 years and looking forward to 70 more. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Okay, so tomorrow night, my wife has invited several people to our home for dinner. I think we're going to have about 18 people there. Going to have a nice time. So you're thinking, what about the menu? Well, you know what we decided to do? Tacos for Life is catering for us. That's right. We, we've gone over their catering menu. It's absolutely fantastic. And so you're thinking, wow, you know, I didn't know Tacos for Life caters. They do. And Monday, I'm going to give you a report on, I'm going to say up front, I know how good it's going to be, and I'm going to let you know how it went. But we're going to have a lot of guests. We're going to have a great time. And we know the meal is going to be absolutely superb because it's catered by Tacos for Life. You're going to love a catering meal or catered meal from Tacos for Life. You're also going to love going to Tacos for Life because anytime you eat there, <clears throat> you get a great meal and you also support someone who is food insufficient. That's right. They donate a meal for every meal purchased They'll donate one to someone who's food insufficient. They've donated nearly 30 million meals. So I'll let you know how it goes, catering or going into the restaurant at Tacos for Life. That's kind of interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's go back to Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of hogville.net. No, he, he's the life of the party. He is the life you, you of the party. His, his nickname is now Life of the Party, Kevin. Hey, guys, you're back on speaker. I'm doing another tweet. Arkansas has also offered class of 2025 Tim Ward, a 6'6", small forward wing at a Largo, Maryland. He took an unofficial visit to take, take in an Arkansas game during the, past, the previous basketball season. I just talked to him in early May, just a few weeks ago, and he told me his interest level in Arkansas was really high and that he would be taking another visit uh, this fall, so he might be coming in for a football game, it sounds like to me. But he's also picked up an Arkansas offer, class of 2025 national top 50 four-star Cam Ward, a 6'6 small forward wing uh, at a Largo High School in Maryland. 
Uh, and then I think we'll be keeping our eyes open. I think we're going to see another, at least another class of 2025 offer today. Um, the word is we're just waiting for that to get finalized. So there should be another one. I can't say the name right now until it gets, you know, until it formally happens. But uh, so we're, we're looking at at least five offers today. The first thing that we talked about, the three from class of 2026, uh, two of those from the Little Rock area. And I just mentioned the young man in the class of 2025. And I think we'll see another for the class of 2025, at least one more as, as soon as today going out. Mercy. All right, let's uh, talk with Navy Mike. Mike, good afternoon. Hello, Randy and Rick and uh, Hoop Scoop. You know, Hoop Scoop, I had a question for you about the NBA draft. Um, you know, I, I noticed a lot of some top prospects are NBA G League guys. Now, admittedly, I don't know that much about G League. I know just some guys signing, you know, directly out of high school into there. I, I figured it was kind of like, you know, the minor league and major league baseball where those guys just get called up. But apparently they haven't even been drafted yet because they're in the draft. So I just wanted to get your comments on how that works. Um, I mean, obviously they're in the G League, but they're not actually in the NBA yet. So just just uh, elaborate on that, please, and uh, you guys have a Thank you, Mike. Did you hear the question? Yeah, well, I couldn't hear him. I heard him, but I didn't hear what he asked. Okay, the question was G League. Define, describe the G League. And what he said was he's seen a lot of guys right now listed in the NBA mock draft from the G League. But the G League at night. So the G League is a, basically a farm system for the NBA. They're sister, you know, they're, they're tied together. Um, and those are professional basketball players. The G League Ignite is the one team, the one team that is not affiliated with a specific NBA team. And they bring in basically players, you know, they've got several players from the high school level um, that can skip. You know, they can, they can uh, right out of high school, they can skip college and go play for the G League Ignite. One of Arkansas's recruits from the 2024 class, Dink Paid out of Dallas, you know, Arkansas was in a good running with him, but he's chosen to play with the G League Ignite. So he's not going to play a freshman season of college before going to the NBA draft. He's going to play with the G League Ignite. Ron Holland's another player that the G League Ignite pursued. So the G League Ignite, has players that once they play that one year with that team, um, then they're eligible for the draft. And so these aren't G League players. They're players that play on the G League Ignite, and the G League Ignite competes against other G League teams. But it's just a different, you know, it's just a different animal in that league because it's not made up of professional guys. And their pros are getting paid, but they're not made up of guys who have finished, most of which have finished college or Maybe they are in the G League and they played overseas or something like that, and now they're in the G League. I mean, Dusty Hannes is still playing in the G League. He's a well, he's been out of college for a while now. But the G League night's just a little bit different. Let's talk with uh, Steve. Steve, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Well, hello, gentlemen. What's up, buddy? Uh, Rick, I'm gonna get on to you. Uh oh, for what? <laughs> You was kind of talking bad about Taylor. No, I said, where is it? I said, it must be amazing. They win baseball and softball. Well, it's like this, it's amazing Rick. amazing community. They've won like eight or nine softball championships. Yeah, baseball too. But Seems like they it. have won the last six consecutive softball championships. Wow. Well, I know it's down near your area, so but no, I was amazed at this community, and I figured it's it's a community made up of all baseball and softball fields because they win so much. And uh, the young lady that pitched for Taylor uh, yesterday, she won the state championship last year as a freshman, and her daddy was a pitcher out here at SAU. Pretty good bloodlines. That's right. Good genes. Uh, yes, sir. And hopefully, Co uh, Coach Stifel had an assistant coach uh, at the state championships to look at her because, I mean, she has amazing control. Of course, all these games have been uh, uh, good. 
because uh, Gravit right now is ahead 2-1 to one over P. Ridge and uh, only seen the second home run in the softball tournament. They're also on PBS, which is pretty That's much statewide. That's what I'm watching. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I just had to get on Rick a little bit. You know, don't uh, <laughs> I, yeah, don't I didn't look say... his area down. I didn't say one unkind word about Taylor. I know, hey, but what I'm saying is it, you don't overlook this area because that's the problem, and I hate that uh, Channel 7 does not cover this area sometimes when there's athletes in this whole area. Are you in anyway, the Channel guys, 7? I'm going to let you go. Okay. Thank you. I don't know what that thumping noise is, but... Uh, oh, that's... Uh, that's Kevin, Life of the Party, McPherson tweeting. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I think I could be. What do you think, Kevin? So, sorry, guys. <laughs> see, <laughs> see. I thought it was more Morse code or something. <laughs> Kevin's putting it out there, aren't you? All right, Kevin. Update, if you will. What's going on? Uh, sounds like Jordan Walsh had a very good day. Fifteen points. I uh, forget the other numbers. A couple of assists and. Maybe four or five rebounds. Nine points for Ricky Council. This was in the scrimmages from yesterday. Apparently, uh, they are starting to shine at the Combine. Well, I think they help themselves in certain ways. Jordan Walsh, the measurables we knew would be good and would stand out relative to the players of his position. and uh, So those things, he started had a great start to the week just because of measurables and testing. He did well in the shooting drills. Now, those are non-defense. You know, no one's gardening. But I, you know that might have surprised some folks. He didn't shoot all that well in the in the combine games. But this is a guy who's going to be a fourth or fifth scoring option at best. He's, he projects as a three and D wing, and so he did some good stuff. His activity on the floor, getting the loose balls, getting rebounds. He was an excellent passer. I mean, he had five assists in each game, uh, and some of the stuff he was doing out there, diving to the floor, recovering the ball, throwing it ahead for an assist. And it kind of reminded me of what Jalen Williams did. Not only at Arkansas, but in his combine action last year, when he uh, he did some of those same things, and it really opened eyes. So I think Jordan Walsh did some good stuff. The concerns I have continue to be. I mean, he projects as a three and D wing. He's a guy that you want to take that open three uh, when the defense has collapsed on the guys that are primary handlers and scores. He only took three threes in two games and made only one, so the percentage isn't bad. But he turned down some open threes to put the ball on the floor and drive to where the defense was waiting on him. There's a reason he's open. He needs to learn how to be confident and take that shot. So there's a few little concerns, but no player's perfect. He's a work in progress. I thought he did well for himself. All right, Kevin, thank you. Coming up next, Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com. It's Trooper Colt Shipley and his partner, Dirty Larry, of the Arkansas Freeway Patrol. Yes, ma'am. For a robbery. A car dealer gave me too little for my trade, pulled my credit four times, and gave me a high interest rate. Now, what are y'all gonna do about it? Oh, you should have went to Gua. 